You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, it's official, everybody. Not only is Arkansas the worst team in the SEC, they are easily the worst team in the SEC after this 54-point allowing, 640-yard surrendering, 24-point scoring, 285-yard producing, 2 of 12, third down converting, 19-minute and 51-second possessing, wrong QB starting, three-time fumbling, pick-six throwing, blowout loss to the second-worst team in the SEC right here in beautiful Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Mississippi State, you can lose four straight SEC games. You can sell all the hope you want for next year. But to be the worst, you got to lose the worst. And Arkansas is the worst. Whew. Pig suey. I thought it was interesting in the press box, a Mississippi State beat writer said, looked down at all the fans that were still here in attendance in the fourth quarter and said, man, these fans must really love their hogs. And they do. A lot more fans than you would expect at most SEC venues in a loss like this to a team like that. Mississippi State has beaten Arkansas, what is it, 106 to 30? Is that right? 106 to 30 in the last two years. This was a bad Mississippi State team. And I mean, people can say that, you know, we're not asking the tough questions and stuff and, and press conference stuff, but the fact of the matter is, Chad doesn't answer questions. He doesn't answer. You know, it's very coach speak. It takes a lot of practice to be that good at it. But, you know, when you look at this team, the things that they've done over the years or over this season, you know, they had a four-point loss to Texas A&M, a four-point loss to Mississippi – or, excuse me, to Kentucky. Um, you know, some close losses here and there. And then to lose to Auburn the way they did and Alabama. And maybe that's expected. Those teams are so much better than Arkansas. But Mississippi State's not – Mississippi State's not that much better. Arkansas has better personnel, and they're not putting people in the right position to make plays and giving Arkansas the best opportunities to win games. They're just not. The wrong quarterback starting. I mean, to see what K.J. Jefferson came out there and did, you know, it, I, I don't blame them for not playing him as much early on, but eventually, you know, after they get some things corrected with him, getting more comfortable in the offense, maybe it's midseason or something, but – that's your quarterback right there. And if it's not him, it's John Steven. Ben Hicks and Nick Starkle have had plenty of opportunities. I mean, we're done seeing Nick Starkle, I believe. And we may be done seeing Ben Hicks, but it's taken all the way to this. I mean, to see KJ come in and what do you have, a 22-yard run right off the bat. Um, had a nice throw, 32-yard catch uh, by Traylon Burks, his only catch of the day, which again, not, too, not enough targets for him. And he had to make a play to get the ball, I get it, but at least he put a playmaker in position to make a play, and then he puts it in himself five yards out for a touchdown. And that's really the only time we got to see him. Amante Spivey fumbled after that, so we didn't get to see that uh, next possession. And Mississippi State, I mean, last year they, they put an extra one on top for Arkansas to make it 52-6. to six. This time they actually had a little mercy and put a knee down and, uh, and took the win, but they were just kind of clowning out there towards the end, I mean. It was just kind of a joke. This defense is absolutely atrocious and has no excuse. I mean, the offense, the offense they've got 
you know, quarterback issues. They've got offensive line issues. I get the offensive line issues. Both tackles are out. You know, you got Shane Clinton starting, who hasn't really played that much. Kirby Adcock was the backup left guard. Austin Cast out. You've had a lot of injuries up, up front on the offensive line. So maybe there are some reasons for why they're the way they are. They're bad reasons, but there are reasons. They're bad. But for defense, I mean, they've stayed pretty healthy, but just like I kind of predicted, and I wasn't right on everything I predicted, said six wins this season, more likely to win five than seven. So I wasn't right on everything, obviously, but I wasn't like blowing a bunch of smoke up people, trying to get them to buy in or something like some people have said. But this defense has done exactly what I thought they would do, and that slowly get worse and worse. And they've stayed pretty healthy overall. No excuse to give up 460, 460 yards, is that right? It's something like that, 400 something some ridiculous number of rushing yards that they allowed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It's a good look at the outside part of the stadium. North end zone, the pit. It's a shame that this stadium, this expansion and everything, we still haven't seen a full crowd. And a three o'clock game, very low attended, very low attended for a three o'clock game. But you'd expect that, I mean, the way Arkansas's played this year. And I'll tell you what, it's hard to think about what else they have to really play for this year. I mean, aside from like getting players ready for next year, aside, aside from preventing Ty Story to march in here, march in here with the, the Kentucky, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers and upset Arkansas. I don't even know if it'll be an upset. They may be favored, who knows? But that, that might be the final humiliation for this program. But back to this defense, man. There is no re name me another million and a half dollar coordinator that's producing results like John Chavis has. Most of the time, guys that are making a million and a half dollars aren't the worst defense in their league. And Arkansas is. I mean, we can sit here and argue who's worse, Arkansas or Vanderbilt on defense. What kind of argument is that to have? Just. I mean, and, and you kind of felt it. I mean, right from the start, you just kind of felt it. These guys aren't playing hard. They may think they are. Chad keeps saying they're not letting go of the rope. We're just going to do what we always do, come back in and grind, gut check time, whatever. Whatever, man. The sad thing is, I mean, I like, I actually like Chad. I like some of the things that they do in terms of marketing. I'm not a big fan of the club dub. Definitely don't like losing every single week. 
but I like what they do as far as recruiting goes and marketing the program. But I don't know if there's any recovering from this, guys. I don't know how you can really salvage this. Somebody's creeping up on me, U-Haul. I'm interested to see what, what you guys think, but I, I think I pretty much have a pretty solid idea of what Razorback Nation thinks about everything going on with Razorback football. And mainly it has to do with when's the basketball season start. And that's Rice on Tuesday, seven o'clock game. I mean, for the first time, I'm really like disappointed that I have to cover football. I mean, who gets to have the job that I have? Covering football, Razorback football, the job that I want. I've had opportunities to do other things in media, but this is the team I want to cover. This is the state that I've always lived in most of my life, 40 years. It just sucks, man. It, it really does. I mean, people are apathetic. People are disappointed. I'm, I'm mad about the state of this program. I think you should probably be mad as well. Eight years. Not all on Chad Morris. No, it's not. Definitely not on Hunter Juracek, John Chavis. Not all on those guys. It takes a lot of hard damn work to get the program as bad as it is right now. A lot of work. It takes a lot of people. Here I am repeating myself, but geez, man, I don't know what else to say about this program. They play the wrong players. They don't put themselves in a good position. Every week feels like a new experiment. And then you start Ben Hicks, which we knew that was coming. We knew they were going to start Ben Hicks. But it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense moving forward now that you are actually mathematical. And I get, you know, as a coach, you're thinking, we got four games. You know, we can come out and win these four games. I mean, which is, you're not going to beat LSU, obviously, no matter what happens. But now that you're mathematically eliminated, it's KJ time. KJ time, KJ time, KJ time. Everybody say it with me three times. Use it in a sentence. Remember it. K.J. Jefferson time. Or John Stephen. I mean, John Stephen did some good things, too. I wouldn't mind seeing John Stephen. And, and I had some questions about, you know, can he drive the ball down the field? Can he utilize all the field? I thought he threw a beautiful fade pass in the corner of the end zone to Michael Woods. But it's like, I don't know, man. I, I think about the quarterback situation, and it's like, you lost all three quarterbacks from last year, probably pushed a couple out. Connor Nolan decides he's going to play baseball. Connor Nolan might have started several games for him this season. Things might have been totally different. On the outset, I'm sure he's looking, okay, I can go to the draft early. I didn't think I could do that, so I'm going to stick with baseball. They're bringing in drag transfers at quarterback. It's not going to be a good situation for me. I mean, this whole quarterback deal just seems so mishandled at this point. And then you got Ty Story coming in here next week. I mean, that's the biggest game. That might be the biggest game of Chad Morris's career. It really might, just the way that has unfolded. Where And it's almost poetic. It is almost poetic in the darkest David Allen Coe style of poetry there is out there. To have two quarterbacks, you, you kind of push out. You bring two other guys in who are not producing. I mean, they're probably, after today, Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks combined, are probably worse than what... Cole Kelly and Ty Story were last year. Never would have thought that going in. But that's what it is. That's where they are now. Anyway, I'm super happy right now. Love my job. I do love my job. 
I know it could be a lot worse. I love this state, this program, and I don't have a problem saying it. Just disappointing. It's a tough place to be in. But I'll say this, everybody. Anybody who tells you that Arkansas can never recover is full of it. Because you look across the country, there are teams that can recover. When we were talking about Ohio State getting penalized, all those sanctions back in 2011. Oh, they'll never recover. They're going to cripple them. The NCAA has crippled Ohio State. No. Three years later, they win a national championship. Baylor ought to get a death penalty. No. They're undefeated right now. Penn State ought to get a death penalty. No. Undefeated right now. I mean, there are a lot of examples, but I'll tell you this. There are eight programs that hired Power 5 coaches. Eight programs hired Power 5 coaches in December of 2017, including Arkansas. And all seven of those other teams would march right into Fayetteville, in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, and they would beat Arkansas. Right now, they would all do it. Every one of them. That's the truth. All right, everybody. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate you tuning in. I want to say this. There's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's uh, rough right now, but basketball season is starting up. There's still recruiting stuff. There's still some more to play, and we're going to keep on covering this football team, even though it's very frustrating. Right now at Hog Sports, you get CBS All Access, which is a $100 value, $99 value for free, as long as you have a Hog Sports subscription, which is like $99 a year. You can pay monthly or annually. So that's a good opportunity to get the inside information that you've been looking for if you're an average Razorback fan. But if you're not, you can always sign up for our newsletter, get all the free stuff, all the stuff that has happened. But if you want to know what ha is going to happen, Danny West recruiting inside information, all of that good stuff, then you want to sign up at hogsports.com. Thanks everybody for joining me. That's all I got. Appreciate it. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you on Monday. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG.